Hey everybody, it's Josh, and I'm back with another Gaming Quick Takes bonus episode. Ha! Tricked you. This is just an intro for our regular episodes. But if you wanted to hear that sweet, sweet intro on those bonus episodes, head over to MultiplayerSquad.com where you can sign up to support the show. You get two bonus episodes every week, some killer Discord perks, and our eternal gratitude. We couldn't do the show without the support of our listeners, and you too can join those ranks over at MultiplayerSquad.com. Hey, squad mates! Welcome back to the Multiplayer Gaming Podcast. If you are new and unfamiliar with the show, we are run by three dads who love gaming, and we release episodes on Mondays and Thursdays every week. You can actually bump that up to four episodes every week if you join our Patreon, which you can see at MultiplayerSquad.com. Please remember to rate our show five stars and leave a written review. You can find us on socials at MultiplayerPod. And we would love to have you come join us for free on Discord. Just check out the link in the episode description. Today is Thursday, which means this is a Twig episode. We will be breaking down this week in gaming. I am your host, Paul. And joining me are my two co-hosts. First up, he just graduated from the school of the cat. It's Josh. Ooh, that's a good school. I... I <laughs> I'll be honest. I I don't remember all the different schools. <laughs> is it? I mean, I, the wolf is the the popular one, right? The, the wolf is so the popular you, you better one. Better not but... give wolf to our other host. The cat. The cat did have some really good armor because I think it was more lightweight, so you could jump around a little easier. But yeah, I was. I, was I feel cat like wear. I feel like I'd be agile. I think I'd rather be agile than like really tanky. Yeah, you're spry. <laughs> right. Oh man! And then our other co-host. He's living half his life in 1985 and the other half modern day. It's Michael. I was three years old in 1985, but I was still, <laughs> um, you know, stealing cars and racing them around and understanding <laughs> the stop signs and stoplights are just a suggestion. Thanks, Grant. <laughs> I always love dropping little hints about some of the news stories we're going to talk about. All right. So, guys, we always start out these Twig episodes by talking a little bit about what we've been playing in the last week. I know that all three of us are now playing Tina Tina's Wonderlands that we have all picked up because we are going to do a deep dive of that on the show. I know I've also been dabbling into a little bit of Hearthstone still. What about you guys? Uh, Josh, what have you been playing lately? I... I have a confession. We, you know, we did our Elden Ring episode. I, you know, go listen to that one, but I'll, I'll give you a spoiler. I love that game. Um, it's good. And then I stopped playing Elden Ring so that we could dig into Red Dead Redemption 2, which is our upcoming deep dive, which will be the next deep dive after this episode, actually. Yeah. Yep. Um, and I, I had played through Red Dead Redemption 2 in the past. I, I now combined, I probably have something like 80 or 90 hours in that game. And then I kind of went, cool, I, I think I've got everything I need to do this episode. I was like, let me, I haven't played Elden Ring in like a week, man. Let me, let me jump back in. Let me see if it's still got the appeal. And man, it was like a guy that hasn't eaten food in like three days. <laughs> because I just was starving for more Elden Ring. And I cracked out so hard on Elden Ring over the last few days. I, <laughs> it's been glorious, man. So... Definitely sucked back into that, uh, loving every every death and every horrible, uh, you know, torturous boss that kills me. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of what I've been playing. 
is is just more Elden Ring, man. Yeah. What about you, Michael? Oh, you know, we married a game about a month ago that I'm still loving. I'm all about Lost Ark still. Um, you know, I've talked about it before. I like to, you know, always have two games going. One game is typically an MMO I play with my friends, and one is more of a single player. So the single player I'm working on right now is uh, is Red Dead Redemption 2, because I'm getting ready for that super sweet, spoken, awesome deep dive episode that we're going to do and uh and i'm just i'm still i'm 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 in tier three now content of lost ark and i just i can't get enough so it's it that's just my jam right now michael oh very nice i have a confession michael go for it uh and to our good buddy andy who is probably listening to this show i don't know that i'll ever play lost ark again oh no but andy (laughs) he reached out to me and he was like hey you gotta talk to talk to josh get him to play more yeah i just don't it's my thing man if i don't this is why i had to pick up elden ring right if i don't touch a video game for two like for two weeks or longer the chances of me ever playing that game again go to like two percent like i won't say never but they go way way down and lost ark is approaching that two week mark for me Mm. uh and as much fun as i'm having with elden ring again and with you know the shows the games that we got to play like tiny tinas and stuff like that i just don't know that i have time for lost ark anymore now nah, i get it i uh, side note i cannot believe we're playing a game called tiny tinas i just when i heard when i heard paul talking about that minute ago i'm like am yeah. i really playing a game called tiny tinas wonderland and loving it oh uh, i don't know it's it's just insane but uh, i did i did i will say one more thing though i i got really 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 into a spiral of um, star trek youtube videos the other day and i did reinstall star trek online um just oh yeah, very nice so i've never played it maybe yeah, i've hit not that up played it either <laughs> all right so i think as usual we're spending most of our time on d- upcoming deep dive content although i'm glad you guys are still enjoying a little bit of elden ring and lost ark we gotta do it for the fans right. <laughs> yeah gotta do it for the fans all right so this week we did have quite a few news stories that we wanted to bring up here on the show and i think the one that all three of us are probably the most excited about is that we got a little bit of news that the witcher is going to be continuing. We do know that the next installment is in development, and CD Projekt Red is saying that they are kicking off a new saga for the franchise. And of course, famously, all three of us put The Witcher 3 in our top 10 games of all time, and I assume that we are all very excited about this news. Uh, yes, please. But also... <laughs> Was there anybody that had any doubt that they weren't going to make another Witcher game <laughs> or that it right. was already in development? Like, I saw this headline and I kind of went, yeah, haven't th- I mean, I just kind of assumed that they've been developing this like <laughs> for a while now. Like, how is this news all of a sudden? Right. But it's it was like the official, the studio came out and said, hey, world, we're making a new Witcher game. And I feel like the collective response to that was, well, well yeah, duh. <laughs> yeah well we got well, more than I, that too like we got we got a little yes. bit more information on it like the the engine they're using they're moving to unreal engine 5 and paul to to say i'm excited about the next witcher game there's not a word for the level of excitement that i have for this right now <laughs> i just school the wolf all the way we're gonna do it i love it i can't wait to see my favorite characters back and hear some more grunts and grumbles from our favorite uh silver-haired uh beautiful man Gareth. Radio. i don't know that he'll be oh, in it though. see i i don't know that he'll be in it either no Michael. no don't this I'm, is this is a new saga and without going into like any witcher 3 spoilers like it kind of seems like Geralt's story 
is kind of wrapped up. And so the only th- real thing that we know story-wise about the next installment is that we see in the snow, there is a medallion of a cat. And so people are thinking, like, are we going to get a new character that is from the school of the cat? Is the main character going to be Siri? Are we going to be able to do, like, a character creation maybe for the first time in The Witcher? Oh, that'd be cool. But we really don't know at this point. We don't know who the main protagonist will be or what's going to happen. I was kind of curious to know if there was anything you guys were hoping for. Like, do you want to play a Siri? Do you want it to be a brand new story or what? I want a brand new story. I don't uh, like, I was thinking that too, that maybe they're going to the transition to this being like series story at this point, but the medallion is a lynx. And so they're actually saying that this is going to be the school of the lynx, which is not in any sort of Witcher canon at all. Like they did have the school of the cat, but I, I mean, I, I don't like what's a lynx is a cat. So I don't really understand that yet, but it's very obvious that it's a lynx. You can see like the tufts of like on its ears and, and all that. But I think if they're going back, I just want something completely new. I, like playing as Siri in The Witcher 3 were cool moments, but it was not, they were not my favorite parts of The Witcher 3. And so Eileen just give me something completely new. Give me that sweet sweet unreal engine 5 graphics because right. <laughs> <laughs> i mean boy the witcher 3 still holds up to this day as just an absolutely beautiful game i cannot even fathom what that would look like in unreal engine 5 i'm kind of i i'm on team josh on this one i i'm looking for something completely different like i love geralt and who knows if i can create my own character i might make him look just like geralt and call him geralt but i i I think it'd be nice to explore a different part of the world even going away from siri because at first i was like maybe something with vesemir maybe a prequel thing and i'm like let's not even do that let's go completely separate go all new yeah i can't really imagine playing as vesemir i feel like that'd be a little boring <laughs> i think yeah. he's kind of the wet blanket right of books. the witcher three oh, nice. yeah yeah he's always reading books and falling asleep um you know i i think the fact that cd project red is dropping the red engine is kind of interesting because they came out and said that they are actually now part of a multi-year strategic partnership with epic games which includes the licensing and the using of Unreal Engine 5. And I think immediately a lot of people are immediately wondering, will this game be available on Steam? Or is it only going to be available through CD Projekt Red's launcher, maybe GOG? And of course, we know it'll be on Epic Game Store. So I think some people are a little nervous about that. I wonder if this game is going to end up on Steam or not. Yeah, I'm kind I, of in that in that realm. Like I think we just talked about it a couple weeks ago, where you know certain launchers were going away from some games and things were going through Steam more. I would much rather have this on Steam. Um, but that being said, I'm also um, an achievement hunter, and I talked about that too. Like I like having my achievements in Steam, and that's that's just really a selfish reason why I just want it to be there. <laughs> I, I don't mind GOG.com is uh is a good launcher, to be honest with you. Like I am not opposed to using CD Project Red's launcher in that regard. I, you know, yes, I don't want every game developer in the world to have their own launcher, but I'm I'm okay if I have to use like GOG, Epic, and Steam. Like, yes, it would be ideal if it's on Steam, but to me, it's not like that much of an inconvenience that I'm gonna grumble about it. 
you know what I mean as far as that goes. And so if it's on Epic Game Store exclusive, like fine. I I mean I have Epic Game Store. I once I buy the game, the icon's on my desktop. I don't care at that point. Right. I just double click the icon, and the game loads like every other video game does. Yeah, I mean, who am I kidding? I'm probably gonna play it on PlayStation anyways because typically these action adventure games, I like to play them with a the controller natively on the PlayStation. So I mean, it, it, it's all good. You're assuming that well, you're going to have a PS5. At I'm point. still working on it. You know, I got that email with the dead link a couple weeks ago, and that was real fantastic. Thanks. Thanks, Sony. <laughs> well, let's be real. The fact that we're just finding out now that there's going to be the next installment, this game's not coming out for years. We're going to have to 6. wait a very long time. Yeah, it could be on PS6 for all we know. Now, uh, Michael, this might actually be good news that they're moving away from Red Engine because the fact that they're using Unreal tells me it's probably going to work a little bit better on console. They're not going to have to worry quite as much about figuring out the bugs, you know, on on the console ports. So maybe this will actually be good news for you, and you don't have to worry about all the problems we saw with Cyberpunk. Which were bad enough on PC, but man, was it even worse on console. Yeah. <laughs> I am. I will say this: I am very curious to see how CD Projekt Red goes about managing the hype for this Witcher game and the release, because I, it, it's 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 going to be very telling to see if they learned anything from the Cyberpunk release in how they approach like future releases. It does seem a little early to release and talk about this news. I do wonder if maybe we're repeating some of our mistakes in the past, but we'll see. That they haven't screwed up The Witcher yet, <laughs> so hopefully this won't be the first. Please, time. caveat is that word yet? And no, yeah, they I'm better very upset not, that you man. said that because I feel like I have to knock on wood they, now. They're, they're not infallible, not. not after Cyberpunk. That's no, for sure. yeah, they were infallible before that. That's absolutely true. Like yeah. they could do no wrong, and Cyberpunk they were the was, last ones. Yeah, it, so man, crossing my fingers. Yeah. <laughs> well, next news story here of the week is in regards to all of our favorite game, which is Fortnite, uh, which, by the way, we routinely skewer on the show, despite the fact that it's the most popular game of all time, other than maybe Minecraft, although I'm sure it's probably still Fortnite. And we know a lot of you guys out there love playing it. So Chapter 3 Season 2 has brought some huge changes. Now, none of us are regularly playing Fortnite, but my kids do. And I, I sit down and watch them play every once in a while. But building, at least for just now, we're pretty sure it's just temporary, but building has been completely wiped out of Fortnite. It is more a straight-up uh, battle royale, not so much of a focus on the building. Instead, they have given all the players an overshield for a little bit of extra defense to, to kind of even it out. They have added some other changes where you can now mantle. So there's a little bit of almost like a parkour type of uh, twist with jumping on buildings. And they've also added sprint. So not only can you run, you can even sprint faster than that now. So they've made the game a little bit more... Apex Legends? Ex- right. A, little, a, a lot more like Apex Legends. <laughs> oh, I had so, to throw yeah, it out there. Yeah, I mean, I think that's probably the best way to see this. But Fortnite has already copied Apex in the past. They made it so you could slide down, you know, the hills on the mountains and things like that. So they've already done that before, which I think is fine. They're willing to see what works well. They're not afraid to try new stuff. Every single new season, they're trying wildly new things. I mean, they've added zip lines. They've added blimps. They, in the past, added drivable vehicles and planes. I, I at least do need to give them credit. They're always willing to try something new. 
Yeah, I don't I don't get it though. Like the something new and different about Fortnite is that building, you know, mechanic. At least the little bit of Fortnite I've played, I've watched a lot more Fortnite on Twi- Twitch than I've ever actually played. And I think that building piece was kind of a staple of the game. So to take that out and say, "Hey, you get an overshield and you can run faster now and do some hardcore parkour or something like that." I don't know. Like to your point though, like kudos to them for trying something new, but to get rid of a staple of the game even temporary, I it's just I don't quite understand. See, I completely disagree because for me the thing that was most off-putting about Fortnite was the building. We played Fortnite. Like back in the day, like we would all hop in and play Fortnite together, and I hated the building aspect. You know, and it's one of those things where there's nothing like my personal viewpoint. There's nothing more infuriating in Fortnite than to like be playing this battle royale. Hey, we've got good positioning. We've we're playing the way we're supposed to play. Let's take this shot. And this guy builds a 30 foot tall skyscraper in, in three seconds. And it's like, dude, what, the, like, what am I supposed to do with that? That's just stupid. Like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to have to learn how to do that, not to be able to compete and play in this game. And I love the fact that they went, you know what? We get it. There's a lot of people out there that do not like the building aspect of Fortnite. We hear you, but we can't take it out permanently. So let's give this like this little test run. And I actually read an article earlier that said that Fortnite has, it was, you know, kind of a funny title, but Fortnite has been building towards no building for a (laughs) while now. And as somebody that hates the building aspect, if that was not in Fortnite, I would be much, much more inclined to want to hop into a match and have a fun battle royale to play if there was not that aspect of it. What about you, Paul? Like, I feel like you don't like the building either, so does this make you more interested? Couldn't care less? Couldn't care less, and neither could you, Josh. You're not playing Fortnite, no matter what. I like how you pretend that you'd be more likely, which is true, but let's be real. We're moving up from a 0.01% chance to a 0.02%. None of us are going to download Fortnite anytime soon. That's double the chance, Paul. Right, right. Let's be honest. (laughs) We're all more likely to just look at this and be like, no building? Okay, let's go play some Apex Legends. Let's do that. Yeah. Yeah, if we're doing a Battle Royale, it's going to be Apex or Warzone. There's no way we're going to fire up Fortnite, unless I'm playing with my kids. That's the only caveat. I'll, I'll play with them, but uh, no one else. Gotta get those sweet <laughs> skins, Paul. <laughs> yeah, I, I know, right? And the, the dance moves, the emotes. Hey, I learned how to all of it. I learned how to floss because I was watching Fortnite, <laughs> and my ten year old daughter oh, was goodness. flossing, and I'm like, I can floss better. Let me pull up this Twitch video, watch some Fortnite real fast, and show you how it's done. Dude, I kind of forgot about flossing. I, I oh, I'm so glad that we're past that phase when just every child who was three to eight was always flossing. Well, I, I could some never of us floss either, so I was yeah. always really jealous of those three to eight year olds. <laughs> oh goodness! All right, I think that's all we need to say by way of Fortnite. I'm a little more excited about this next news. You guys know how much I love Grand Theft Auto. GTA Six was form formally. Uh, announced last month, so uh, kind of like the the next Witcher game. Like, obviously, they're going to make a GTA right. Six. We just did not really have any details, and we got a little bit of interesting news this week on Twitter. There is a Twitter user Onion zero 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 four eight who has previously <laughs> released information about games that were proven to be true. So it's at least somewhat of a trustworthy source. And uh, Onion came out and said that GTA 6 will have 
three protagonists, exactly like in GTA V, where you'll switch back and forth between three, and that the story will be split where the first two chapters are going to take place in 1985, kind of a la Vice City, and then chapters three through five are going to take place modern day. So it'll be split half in the 80s, half modern day. What, what's your guys' take on this news? Absolutely love it. The dude, I'll say this, man. The idea of having a you know a, a different time frame. In, let's be honest, the '80s were the greatest decade ever. So yeah. having a game, having a game that's in the '80s, and then having where you have future chapters and the things that I mean, I would like to think ideally what you do in the '80s is going to affect the chapters in the future. I think they could do so many mind blowing things with the story and the plot using the like those two time references because if anybody's going to do it right it's going to be rockstar right like that's one thing i think we all have a ton of faith in is that the story's going to be amazing that they can actually pull this off but i think that that sets up for a tremendous amount of really cool and unique possibilities that you need to go from gta 5 to gta 6 completely agree with the idea of doing the different time pieces uh i think that's great it allows a lot of versatility with what you can do in the story and i love the fact that i really hope that like you know some of the things you do in the past really affect the story in the future um and like your point like 80s the best decade the best stuff came out of the 80s best hair best cars the rubik's cube cube uh me i came out of the 80s all the good stuff (laughs) but what i don't like is the three different characters Uh. I, I'm I'm not a fan of that. That's the biggest complaint that I had about GTA five versus GTA four. I liked playing as Nico Bellic in GTA four. I liked having one character. I didn't like bouncing around as much in GTA five, and so I'm kinda disappointed about that news. But if that's the only thing I can complain about, I think we're still gonna have a great game and have a blast with it. I'm with you, Michael. I thought I was gonna be the only one. I did not like having three protagonists in GTA V. Now, that's not to say I I always hated it. I think one of the funniest things in that game was when you would switch back to, like, Trevor, (laughs) and he'd be, like, passed out on the side of the road in his underwear. Like, those parts were always funny. But the idea of bouncing between three characters, I would rather just be one character the whole time. Uh, But I've also said I'd be really curious to see a female playable character in GTA. So a little part of me wonders if maybe one of the three characters will be a female and maybe they were worried to make a whole game from like a female perspective. I don't know. I'm hoping one of the characters would be a woman. I think that would be really interesting. But yeah, I'd rather spend my time with one character. Now, I completely disagree that the 80s were the best decade. I absolutely stand firmly behind the 90s. <laughs> I know I'm a little bit younger than you guys, but um, the music of the 90s absolutely destroys the music oh, of the 80s. Oh, oh, no. 150%. Okay. You know right. We are putting the waffles pancake debate to bed, and we're picking oh. up the 80s music versus 90s music debate because the 80s... Dude, I just had You're this losing conversation. This one, my friend. There's no way. There is no way. I can put so many amazing songs from the 80s. It's on. I, I, I officially <laughs> declare war on 90s music. Hey, give me I, just fine. a minute. You're, you're losing. If we're going to have this war, I'll be right back, guys. I got to get my hammer pants on real fast. Yeah. <laughs> it's 1993 in here in Vanilla Ice Rules. Oh, man. All right. So I, I will say what I was going to say is uh, the aesthetic of Vice City is my favorite out of all the GTAs. It's not my favorite GTA story. I, I like GTA 4 the most, but as far as the 
aesthetic look of Vice City, that to me is by far the best. So being able to have a brand new GTA game where we do get to spend half of our time like Miami Vice with the neon colors and the lights of the city, I'm really excited. I I really love being able to play in the world of the 80s, even if it's not my favorite decade. In the online version, I'm going to totally make my character look just like Don Johnson. (laughs) Yeah, get that stubble going. Oh, yeah. Get get a pet alligator. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Anything else uh, about GTA before moving on, guys? I mean, I know we only have so much info, and it's still just a rumor, but it's somewhat of a trustworthy source, so we're moderately confident that this is probably the case i you know what's funny is i'm a i love the gta games but once once i've beaten one i tend to put them out of mind a little bit but i am going to be insanely hyped for gta 6 man it's been so long what's it been 10 years how long has it been they've been making so much money with gta 5 and online that it's kind of like it's time people and it's like but i absolutely love there's few games out there that you can get so engrossed in like the gta series and so gta 6 i can't wait man yeah it'll be nine years that it's been out in september wow and we're still looking at a minimum of a couple of years yeah so it'll be well over a decade yeah what a long time to wait yeah yeah and I I know that you know we've looked at it all and it was it was rumored it was going to come out like 2017 2018 and um you know they ended up going Rockstar ended up going in the direction of Red Dead Redemption 2 instead which I think is obviously fantastic but um I that that seems like so long ago cuz I remember when it came out I was like the graphics look so good I took a picture of my TV and was like hey this looks like a real car and it's like I just I can't wait for what's next regardless <laughs> of the flipping between several different characters don't care excited yeah, as the open worlds get bigger and bigger and more complicated, these games just take longer to make. I mean, Red Dead 1 and Red Dead 2, I think each took about eight years to make. So the idea of having to wait this long for installments, I think, is just the new norm. It's just what we're going to have to wait on. All right. And then uh, I think our last story here of the week is, you know, lately we've been talking a little bit about odd controllers You know, we talked about the guy playing Elden Ring with the bananas. (laughs) We've talked about playing even with hooking up electrodes to ice cube trays and touching ice cubes as controls. Well, Microsoft announced that they are giving away (laughs) Xbox Series S consoles and controllers that are branded with Sonic to time up with the release of the new Sonic movie. Now, have you guys had a chance to check out these spiffy-looking consoles oh, man. and and controllers? Dude, <laughs> you know, there's a, there is a huge market for controller skins and console skins and stuff like oh, yeah. that. Like, I've never personally gotten into them because it's just, I just want to play. But I get that, you know, people really want to spruce these things up. I've seen some really cool controller modifications, um, 24-karat plated controllers, you know, uh, all kinds of different stuff. And that's basically what Microsoft has done. And it's pretty rare that the manufacturers themselves get into these kind of aftermarket customization things. I've seen where it's like somebody with a PS5, right? They had, hey, we have these plates for the PS5. And the PlayStation shut them down and said, nope, that's our property. You can't make that. And everybody was like, ah, oh, come on, PlayStation. But man, the Sonic controllers are <laughs> absolutely atrocious. <laughs> tell, tell us about them. <laughs> so, this, is not, this is not a Sonic skin. This is right. not some really cool, like, anime-looking Sonic or something like that, you know, that's, that's a, a sticker on your controller. This is a fuzzy, 
blue haired controller that is supposed to be i mean i guess it's the same color blue as sonic but this is this is their way of saying hey you want a sonic controller look at this atrocious fuzzy hairy controller <laughs> it's uh, uh the word abomination comes up to me <laughs> immediately um it looks like you took a really bad toupee from the 80s or 90s, probably the 80s because that's when the music was good. Um and yes. and just dyed it a ridiculous color. I just I don't know what's happening, but one thing I did think of is you know, I clean my controllers off pretty often because, you know, they they get kind of grimy a little bit. You're playing a game, you get a little sweat in your hands, you know, and you want to wipe them off. How disgustingly filthy are these things going to get? How are you going to clean them? There's hair all over it. It's I and also they're I just I I want to I want to vomit. They're they're awful. It looks like really bad, really long shag carpet. Yeah. As long as we're going to continue talking about bad things from the 80s. Oh. Um, so these, th- what I find very funny is that Microsoft almost seems to be intentionally going out of their way to not use the word furry because clearly these are incredibly furry. Yes. But the way that they described it on the website is that these controllers have Textured coatings reminiscent of the bristly texture of hedgehogs in the wild. Okay. Oh, now that's okay. not what I'm looking at at all. No. The, this is this is just like a really, really furry, fine fur that is like what, maybe like an inch and a half, two inches long, completely covering the entire controller. You're not even gonna be able to touch any buttons without getting all this fur in the way. Not only is it gonna be dirty. And probably over time, smelly. You're going to get fur everywhere. You can't... Even just the idea of thinking about touching these drives me wild. Do you know how... You could not pay me to use these. You know how we (laughs) joked about, like, back in the day, you know, your friends would come over and you always kept the good controller for yourself and you would give the broken Mad Cat's controller to your friend. Yes. Yes. This would be the controller where it's like, I want... Give me the broken Mad Cat's controller over this one. Because if you hand this thing (laughs) to me and say, here, Josh, here you go... I'm just going to look at you and be like, what? What is this? Like, I'm not using that, man. <laughs> you absolutely just gave me a reason to buy these controllers. Oh. It's it's one of those, like, if we're having a four-person party at the house with a game, whoever's losing gets to use this ridiculous abomination of a controller. And also all of the, you know, uh, Pringles that are in it and the Cheeto dust oh. and whatever. Just that's all yours now, Mr. Loser. The, you get it. The other funny part <laughs> is, is that uh hedgehogs are not furry by the way no they're, bristly and no, they're like covered <laughs> they in quills like yeah quills. yeah and it's like so like I, where do you get a furry controller that this is sonic like like i get that you can't do a bunch of quills on a controller because nobody could hold it but yeah they really missed the mark on this one man and the fact that this is a giveaway just makes me feel like they have no clue what right. fans of sonic are actually looking for yeah, the, the controllers look more like Muppets than they do <laughs> Sonic and Knuckles. It's true. Now, I will say, the console looks amazing because it just has Sonic and Knuckles facing each other, and they're just on the console. The console itself is not fuzzy or anything like that. No, it's fine. So, I think the console looks great. It's just the controllers. I don't know who greenlit this idea. Maybe they knew it was a bad idea, and we're going to just talk about it. And so, maybe the joke's on us because we're falling for it. But (laughs) I can't imagine they're going to continue making these. I feel like they're going to make a very small batch. They're going to give them away with this, you know, Twitter sweepstakes. 
And I, I think they're going to just disappear after that. Yeah, I feel like April 1st is still, you know, this this news should have come out on <laughs> April 1st and it should have been an absolute joke because these are, yeah. Oh, man. Well, you know, that's all the time that we have for this week. So you know, fast. We, it's always so quick. We say it every show. But thank you so much to everyone out there for listening. We are going to have our next deep dive on Red Dead. And then the following deep dive after that is Tiny Tina. So if you want to hop into those, you have a little bit of a heads up. And we would love to see you guys on our Discord. Uh, for real. It's open to everybody in the public. The server is family friendly. We moderate it tightly. We'd love to have you guys join us on there. You can talk to Michael, Josh, and I, along with other listeners of the show. And we would love to hear your feedback, get your questions for future episodes, all that kind of stuff. And we do also share trailers, memes, new information we see about games. It really is an awesome community. So come check us out there. And then one last time, if you want to support on Patreon, go to MultiplayerSquad.com. That will enable you to support your favorite pod, and you'll also get those four episodes every week instead of just the regular two. So I think that's it, guys. Maybe we should uh, go hop into some Tiny Tina, get a little bit of game time in, and uh, I think that's all we have for today, right? I'm I'm looking forward to seeing how bad Michael's first-person shooter skills actually are. Yeah, um, it's going to be rough, but, uh, you know, Arthur Morgan and I have been practicing a little bit lately, so I might surprise you guys. Very nice. All right, well, we'll see all of you guys on Monday. Happy gaming. Yeah, thanks for hanging out. See you, everybody.